Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. One evening, I'd like to share with you the uh, story this evening that I think you already know, so I won't actually tell you the story, but it's about those 12 drummers that started drumming 622 years ago and are still dying it now. But you can just hear them in the background there. Can you hear them doing some, doing some little drumming? Yeah, nice, isn't it? Started off just with just with one drummer and his, his name was, was Godin. Uh, you might remember Godin? Yeah, he used to, used to, used to do that thing, didn't he? And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, Bay, uh, Bay's, Bay's uh, did it as well, and then all of the rest of them, like that one who wore a sausage for a hat. They're still doing it. See ya. Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coint doing. Today, we are talking about the 11 pipers piping. Now, a lot of people, and that's mainly because they don't always listen properly, think that the 11 pipers piping is a bit disgusting until you realise that they are all piping mince pies and then it's all very nice because they are eating and piping the mince pies pipey 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 why didn't you finish the rest of the nights why have you just written pipe all over it Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doing. The tradition of the ten lords who leap is rooted deep in the history of nation's most renowned physicist, Lord Prenty. Lord Prenty's greatest achievement was the postulation that if you put a 20 pence on top of a cake and throw the cake doing from the top of a building onto a passing car, the coin would leap off the cake, jump into the car driver's seat, and replace the driver with a larger 20 pence coin that would continue driving as if nothing had happened. It spawned the famous saying, 20 and the cake, 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 20 and the cake. And that's where the word leap comes from, because the coin leaped, or leapt if you will, into the car. Also, leap or leap said in Schlumpetudish means car and often is used in formal parlance to mean 20 and driver. It also means Wednesday, but that's irrelevant. The theorem was published in the 1499 eight-page publication, and I'll tell you another thing about what you can do with a 20 pence and a cake by Lord Prenty. It was released to General Acclaim, who stated that his squadron should read the pamphlet and critically reflect upon it. It was then released to General Public, who decided that the publication should probably go to a wider audience than just senior-ranking army officials, and it was a major success. Sorry, it was Major Success, who eventually took charge of printing the paper. And it was 1502 before it was distributed into the hands of the populace. But not before it had transferred to private ownership, who kept it on his desk for a year. As time went on, the theorem entered into national folklore. The 20 pence coin became 10 lords, supposedly after Lord Printy, and the leaping lords became a classic Christmas present. It could well have been 20 cars a driving with a 20 pence coin in the driver's seat. What do you want? There were 10 lords a leaping. Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coint doing. Right, the ladies are about to dance, but as you know, they're not allowed to have men and women in the same place in Schlumpetude Nation because of the, the royals around it ever since Freimilch did that thing. But anyway, there are nine ladies about to do their dance. 
Oh, the music's about to start, and then they'll do their dance. Here we go. Oh, there's a big countdown timer. Let's let's quiet it down. Five, four, three, die, one. Let's dance. Oh, what a lovely sound. What a lovely sound. Oh, and that, the dancing is great, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ladies dancing. Oh, special. Alright, music's finished now. See you in a minute. Schlumpertude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. Today, we are looking and listening and reading and thinking about the eight maids a-milking. Because in Schlumpertude Nation, milk is the most important milk. And so we look at how the maids milk. Hello, are you milking today? Yes, I am. And what is it you're talking about? So I am here from the Schlumpertude Nation Tourist Board to talk to the eight maids that like to milk. How is your milking today, maid? Um, my name is Ogglepock and it is going all right because we are getting lots of milk today. What is milk? You do not ask that. You do not ask that in Schlumberdude Nation. You do not ask that to Ogglepock. You do not ask that. You do not. Schlumpertude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. Schlumpertude Nationers have never been very good at grammar. Sorry, has never been very good in grammar. And nowhere has it been as noted as in the famous article from 1812 in the Schlumpertude Nation Gazette. A publication, it has to be said, ahead of its time, especially considering it was published in 1809, around Hermold McCheese's decision to create artificial life. It was highly controversial, even in 1811 when the idea was first whispered in the streets of Neatweed. Talking out loud was frowned upon in those days. McCheese's first creation was a sheep called Doily, who, in all honesty, was the most boring sheep in all of Schlumpertude Nation. One, she couldn't talk, and two, well, that's it. Hermold needed to get people back on side, so he created a Robomatron called Gregory Seven, spelled S-E-V-E-N, like the number, and the surname was written S-E-V-E-N too. It really looked strange written down, but Hermold was clear that the first name was Gregory. But it was really exciting. There were queues for miles around to see the artificial life. Gregory Seven was actually based in Bags Pigswick, but nobody was entirely certain. Most of the queues just fizzled out. But it was a large but not astronomically big shock when it turned out that Gregory had become friends with Doily the Sheep. A lady sheep at that. Whereas most Robomotrons these days have a sheep friend, they are generally gentleman sheep, where the word mutton comes from, i.e. gentleman. But Gregory's friendship with Doily was a cause of general consternation. For years afterwards, a statuette of Gregory and Doily became incredible Christmas gifts. But people still weren't good at grammar, and when they were talking about sheep, they'd always say, that seven swans are women. Schlumpertude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. Yes, Jan. Today for, for this uh, entry into the uh, into the world because we're here to see 
one of only six geese in Slumpetudinathion that are able to lay an egg. There are only six geese capable of laying across the whole of Slumpetudinathion, and we're here to see just the one of them here. Just as we find this corner, then we should be able to see ahead of us. Oh yeah, there's the corner of its nest. Just gently made out of, uh, you know, the wood, wood piles, because that's what, that's what they do, stick them all together. Nice uh, little tree here, but little bits of handrail to help the little geese. And, and if we just peer over the top here, we can... I don't seem to be here. Um, oh, oh, it's escaped. Oh, no. Get me out of here! Oh, quick, stop that recording! Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. Five goiled rings. That's right, goiled. So, in 1926, just after Jiminy Glynn won the contest for the moist, moist masterpiece, he was awarded six goiled rings. He gave one away to someone for his birthday. Very generous he was, too. The remaining five sit hidden away in a vault. A vault where they surround the great 20 of Schlumpetude Nation. Oh, that 20. It gets everyone so excited. One day a year, and this is the fifth day after Expus. He can sit in that vault. He can visit the exhibition and behold those other five gold rings. The exhibition is brilliant. It's, oh, it's so good, and you can see it for free for a, for a prize. The award-winning masterpiece was lost two days later from Jimmy Glynn's because the gold rings were just better. Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coin doin. Spain had always held a special place in the heart of any Schlumpetude Nationer. It was the Spanish who originally said, Hey, pasta? And the Schlumpetude Nationer who replied, What pasta, sorry? The Schlumpetude Nation national dish was, for a long time, paella. Until somebody realised that paella actually contained rice and prawns and paprika. Not toasted cucumber, as rice and paprika were not native to Schlumpetude Nation. The tradition died out. Prawns were native, but nobody knew how to make them turn pink. Back to birds. One bird in particular became quite the national dish following the paella debacle. The bird was chicken. I'm not sure how well known it is outside Schlumpetude Nation, but it's a small, plump, feathery bird with the ability to produce egg, or as they're often referred to, eggs. What you do with an egg, I don't know, but I'll tell you what, they definitely don't work as pocket watches. Chicken curry, chicken con carne, chicken sandwiches, chicken on toasted cucumber, you name it, the Schlumpetude Nation would eat it. There was a mini chicken revolution. But how did the calling description begin to get associated with chicken? It all stems, as with a lot of things in Schlumpetude Nation, with a misunderstanding. It is a shameful episode in the history of the country, which is not talked about in case anybody thinks people in Schlumpetude Nation sign silly, which we don't. Chickens were originally thought to be rudimentary telephones. The first chicken, which arrived in Schlumpetude Nation in the late 1940s, was placed in a glass box on the neat wheat main street with a fellow Galline bird on Nation Road. The first chicken phone call was a huge disaster. Much flapping of wings and the discovery of an eggs and the contents therein splattered across the face of the local blacksmith, with not a peep heard from the people listening at the other chicken's location. The experiment was attempted again, with two separate chickens, one in Glynn's End and another in Snivellon on Pigsworth. It ended similarly poorly, without any telephone conversation heard at all. Four chickens, calling, ending in failure. Four calling birds. Schlumpetude Nation Tourist Board. The 12 Days 
of Christmas. The Coint Doin. Well, yes, Bonnie Evelyn, here we are uh, in the egg factory. Uh, I'm sure that you know the eggs are a big deal here. A uh, very big deal. Very big deal indeed. Not even to mention Mr. Ponchon. Anyway, uh, back to the, the subject in hand, which is what on earth are we doing today? Well, here we are at the egg factory where only three uh, production lines exist, despite the uh, popularity of it. The three production lines, of course, being started in, uh, in 386 AD uh, in order to attempt to change the... Um, the, the cuisine of Slumpertune Nation and change it did indeed and it's all thanks very much to uh, to to, to, uh, to what's, what's his name what's his name Marzi Moopy that's what it was Marzi Moopy uh, brought along three three chair chickens and uh, and there we go three French hens Slumpertune Nation Tourist Board the 12 days of Christmas. The coin doing. Two turtle doves. The year is 1586. Neatweet has just had the grand opening of the famous zoo, where there are literally hundreds of animals in the groins. To be precise, there are 100 animals. And what type of animal? Oh, well, there's 100 boids. And what type of boids is there? There's the turtle dove. The total amount of total doves in the whole of Schlumpetune Nation has now grown to 100. So why do we sing about two total doves? I don't know, there was a hundred of them, stupid song. Schlumpetune Nation Tourist Board. The 12 days of Christmas. The coint doing. Right, wait a minute, got to make this a good one. Right, I'm partridge in a pear tree. Kid hook. The Schlumpetude Nation Arboretum is home to the largest collection of trees in Schlumpetude Nation outside the Forest of Schlump. It has six trees. Its pride and glory is the fine oik, which was imported from France in 1923 at the height of oik fever, a period from 1921 to 1924 where all Schlumpetude Nationers were obsessed with oik trinkets, oik forks, oik chairs, oik toothpicks and oik washing machines to name butter for. The fine oik, as it came to be known, was and is the only one of its kind, that is to say, a tree. Now, it, it was only imported into Slumpetune Nation's Arboretum, whatever it's called, because uh, they wanted it and people thought they'd like it. Now, there's six trees, oik and, and five others. Now, one of them grow a purr on it. A purr. Nobody in Slumpy has never seen a burr before. But in the night time, somebody, a burglar, took the purr and put it on the fine oik. People were absolutely confused in the morning when they looked at the oik and it had a purr on it. It was big news. From February to March, nobody talked about anything else uh, aside from these sort of day-to-day politics and news and, and the day-to-day, you know, like going shopping and stuff. But when people were talking about the fine oik, they mentioned nothing else but the purr. There was a purr in the oik. And, and and that was what? That was a massive thing, really. Have you ever seen a purr in an oak tree? I haven't. I mean, I wasn't born then, but I haven't seen it. 
But there was also a partridge in it, so I just had a partridge in the bird tree, didn't they? Pretty much.